Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show, where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial journey. I am Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice. I'm joined in the studio, as always, by renowned financial professional Jesse Hamilton. Hey, Mark. How's it going? I am excited about today's lesson, Good. Jesse. This is awesome. We're, we're talking about, we've been on a kind of a bumpy ride in the markets the last year and a half, yes, really. Yes, we have. Well, I guess we could go back to covid yeah, really. In February, but really November of twenty one, we saw the peaks. But I mean, it's been crazy since then. Yep, and and we are we are coming out of that bear market, but still things are going to be bumpy for some time, as there's a lot of uncertainty. So we thought we'd take what I think are considered our four lessons from the Bible on you know navigating volatility in in markets like these. Yeah, okay? great. Uh, lesson number one, Jesse, is really maintaining a long-term perspective. And mm-hmm. what verse comes to mind for you? Yeah, so Proverbs thirteen eleven says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. You know, I'm, I'm reading, um, um, is it Second Chronicles, I think, right now? For my daily Bible study thing, uh-huh. where Solomon talks about they just finished building the temple and things, and Solomon had a lot of wisdom. And this is one of the verses, Proverbs are some of the verses that he wrote about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So what what it's saying, Jesse, is is we're not going, don't build wealth by trying to get rich quick. Right. And we've seen this a couple times throughout the past couple of years, these meme stocks taking off, or recently it's been the AI explosion. People think that if they buy the right stock at the right time, They'll get rich quick. They'll have a great retirement, and and that's that's not always the case. Maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah, because you possible. know when when your your golfing buddy on the golf course that you play with always has great stock tips, right? Yeah, and always. and listening to Kramer on MSNBC, he always makes good suggestions, doesn't he? No, no, he doesn't, and neither does your golfing buddy. Okay, uh, they're just going off of a bias that they may have had that they made a little money off of certain things. Mm-hmm. Kramer on MSNBC, I guess we could talk about Kramer because he oh, they did a study on him about how many times he was absolutely wrong. And it's a <laughs> it was st- more than they extremely, <laughs> extremely high percentage of times that he was wrong about these stupid tips when he yells mm-hmm. and screams and things like that. So if you've never seen Kramer on MSNBC, don't bother. Mm-hmm. It's not worth watching. And so, you know, this verse is really important to us because building wealth is a long, continual process. It's done little by little over time, making the right decisions over and over again. Mm-hmm. And and it's like the instructions on your shampoo bottle. It's it's lather, rinse, repeat. Right. You do the same thing. It's not exciting or anything, but you do it over time, and you do that. But some of the what are some of the strategies for long term investing in that mindset, Jesse? that people need to be thinking about. Sure. Well, what comes to mind immediately to me is dollar cost averaging. If you put a little purchase to work every paycheck or once a month for years, you can see benefits of having an average cost. You buy some high, buy some low, and you end up doing well. Okay. So doing something consistently over a long period of time, 
We also need to make sure that we're setting clear goals. Exactly. Uh, you know, in previous podcasts, we talked about goal setting for retirement, and that's so important. You got to set those investment goals. What are we trying to to achieve? Because we're going to have up years and down years, but as long as you still have the same goal, we need to be thinking about that um, for the long term. Mm-hmm. You got to educate yourself as well. Always. That's a core principle here for us. We love to educate people so they understand what's going on. So educating yourself, stay, stay informed, but limit your exposure, stay updated on market trends. And, you know, we, we do trend analysis here in our shop. We, we're constantly looking at those trends as they reply, apply to different sectors in our economy mm-hmm. and the stock market. We, we pay attention to financial news, but we don't let it dictate our decisions because there's right. obviously a lot of noise and... For those of you that don't know, I mean, you know, you watch a channel like Bloomberg or some of the other financial business channels, they're constantly uh, bringing on guests that are, quote, experts. Right. Every every other 10 minutes, there's every a guest. Every 10 minutes, there's another guest. Well, guess what, folks? Those people that are participating on those channels more than likely are paying that news outlet to be on right. that channel. We've been approached by it a few times to mm-hmm. do that. I'm like, I don't want to waste my money with that. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I'll get national exposure and we'll become famous, but that's that's beside the point because market information changes on a constant basis. What you hear about something on the financial news network, uh, one moment the next day may be completely irrelevant. Right. And, and we do a, once a month, we talk about the markets. If you just want to stay informed one time a month, you should join our webinars. Yeah, um, the Clear Vista Financial Perspectives. That's usually the first Thursday of every month mm-hmm. around 10 a.m. Central Time. So, you know, don't listen to the talking heads too much, but do seek professional advice. Absolutely. That's so important to get professionals around you that can help you, guide you towards your goals and, and following that consistent investment strategy. So whether you're, you know, just starting out or whether you're five years from retirement, you still need to have that strategy going forward. Lesson number two, Jesse, also comes from Proverbs, and it's one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. What, what, what does that mean to you, Jesse? Well, it it's wonderful to hear that. I, I love, it's a memory verse for me as well, but it, it just makes me wonder how people who don't walk with the Lord interpret the markets and the world that we live in because well, can, God is in control of all of that stuff. It can it can cause a lot of fear. Yeah. A lot of fear, a lot of worry. And and listening to some of this biblical wisdom I think it helps encourage me mm-hmm. to maintain a positive mindset as we're going through periods of volatility. Mm-hmm. We know God's got it all, right? Yeah. He, he already he knows what's going to happen. And he also has control over all of it. And so, you know, if we trust in that higher power, if we trust in the the, and we trust that God created all things, and He that we are min- merely stewards of those gifts that He's given us, mm-hmm. I think that can really help alleviate a lot of people's anxieties. And you know, we 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 forget of that about that as a believer. We talk about, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to follow you, Lord. I want to do these things. I want to walk with you, but not my finances. Exactly. And and we need to be able to surrender our finances to God's design, God's will, and that really, for me, it 
it alleviates so many different fears and anxieties mm-hmm. that I have. It because, really does. You know, we ma- we manage a lot of money for our clients, and mm-hmm. that's that's an anxiety for me because I t- we take it seriously, right? Very seriously. It's it's something that we take very seriously, and sometimes when the market doesn't um, uh, cooperate, we're like, well. You know, that's something that we worry for our clients because we just want to make that, but we know that God's in control, so that alleviates our fears and worries and mm-hmm. things like that. So I, I can think, you know, of, of personal experiences. Jesse, maybe you've got some where you, where you feel like that you were concerned about things financially or concerned about market volatility, and you know, reminding ourselves of, of God's Word really helped you during that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've just seen that happen so many times in my life. Um, financially, I, I saw it in my family. In 2008, things mm-hmm. turned around very quickly, mm-hmm. and we just had to trust that, that God was going to figure it out. And luckily, nothing catastrophic happened, and we were able to move forward. But yes, I've seen it absolutely work in my life. Yeah, yeah. So so let's just say some practical things that people can do, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, can, we can pray. Absolutely. We can pray. If we make prayer an integral part of our financial decision-making process, if we ask God for wisdom, for discernment and guidance from Him, Mm -hmm. He'll give that to us. Right. And we have to trust that God hears us, and He will provide that guidance. A lot of that times, you know, I'm I'm not—I don't think I've really ever experienced too many times where I felt like God was speaking to me directly. Mm Mm-hmm. But if I open up my Bible and there's, you know, there's guidance there, it's full of, of guidance for about our finances. There's over 2,000 verses in the Bible dealing with money and possessions. Right. And, it, and every time I read Scripture or read the Bible all through to through, I, I see things in a different light as God opens up that meaning to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I say, you know, staying in the Bible, staying in the Scripture, and staying in prayer— Asking for that guidance and discernment, I think that's going to help alleviate a lot of concerns and anxieties when we're going through market volatility. Right. And another key point that comes to mind for me when you're trusting in the Lord with all your heart is that you're going to practice gratitude. That's going to be yeah. at the forefront of your thought when it comes to your money. This this is a blessing that it's that I even have it. You know, I, I, I'm reminding Paul, as he experienced so many different things, he was in prison, not in prison, he was, you know, poor... Mm-hmm. He he was very wealthy when he was, um, you know, one one of the was he a Pharisee or is that I can't remember, but I can't remember which but, one. But anyway, he was he was persecuting Christians right. before his conversion, and and he wrote in scripture about I've I've learned how to be content when I have a lot, when I have a little, or when I have nothing, mm-hmm. because I know that uh, God's got it all and knows what's going to happen to me, and He will provide for me. Wasn't his day job making tents? Yeah, he was a tent maker. Well, when he was in his ministry, in his ministry time. That's a common thing for for folks that are in ministry <laughs> make tents. Uh, but that was the thing then. Uh, but also too, you can you can make sure that you bring. And I know in in our church, we they we are encouraged to bring big decisions to our life group mm-hmm. and um, counsel. Yeah, yeah. Surround yourself with like minded individuals. It's hard to to. It's hard to grasp the difference between surrounding yourself with uh, trusted advisors that are believers and trusted advisors that are not. Mm-hmm. And I think of an example in that of, of, of you know, whether someone believes they should file for bankruptcy or not. 
Okay. A believer is going to give you a completely different viewpoint than a non-believer. So surround yourself with like-minded individuals, you know, engage in a community of a life group, if you will, or a small group that helps you with that. So lesson number three, Jesse. Diversification and risk management. So Okay, this sounds yeah. very very sketchy. Not sketchy, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Bible doesn't just say, here's how to diversify, here's what asset classes to put it into. Well, actually, Solomon did. <laughs> Solomon did. We didn't say he put it in gold and silver and this. Right. And he, he, he said, hey, in Ecclesiastes, what verse is that, 11? 11 11-2, 11-2, <laughs> divide your portion to seven or even eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on earth. Now, that you may read that and are like, Huh. Mm-hmm. But what he's saying is, is diversify your investments. Right. And and we follow this in our money management techniques. And um, it's really cool to see how the wisdom from the Bible can actually be applied to the dollars and cents of how we manage money. And and Solomon was pretty wealthy, right? He was very wealthy. You know, he asked for he asked for wisdom and and understanding to to rule his people, and God blessed him with not only that, but also mm-hmm. uh, tremendous wealth. Right. Um, but you know, that's important to remember. You got to diversify a little bit. You can't put all your money into one thing. And that goes back to one of our original points. Investing is a long-term process. Yes. It's a cycle. We we see a lot of folks come to us sometimes that, you know, they're, they're looking to get rich quick. Mm-hmm. And some of the things they bring to us are, we, we feel so I feel so bad for them because they they may have listened to a late night talk show, um, or one of those infomercials, or even worse, you know. And this is why you have to be careful about even things where you you think someone's a believer and they're recommending something because they're using scriptural or biblical um, verses to justify why you should invest in something. Right. We should have a program on watching out for scams. Mm-hmm. And and we and I think we can probably specialize in a few of these because there are a few out there. And we won't mention them in today's podcast that you have to watch out for, and they invoke scripture as a means for justifying the investment. Right. And oh man, we've seen so many people that fell into that trap only to lose all their money, and and that's not something that we want to see for you. But diversification is very important because it does spread your risk. Don't put all your, your wealth into one thing. Um, you, you know, you do that, you smooth out your returns over time. It protects you a little bit against market downturns. Cause even in 2022, when everything seemed like it was going down, there were sectors that were going up. There were absolutely. Yeah. So be, be careful. That is important. Diversification is important about what you're invested in. Mm-hmm. Lesson number four, Jesse. Yeah, so lesson number four is being good stewards. In Luke 10, uh, 16, 10, um, it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And what really comes to mind for me is people who only have a little bit, or maybe they're saving, they're young, and they're concerned about investing, they don't want to be generous. And all of these things apply at, when you have little when they also apply when you have a lot. Because a lot of people, you know, we're called to be good stewards. If we believe that that God owns it all, we're mm-hmm. just here as managers. Absolutely. So whether I have two nickels to rub together or $2 million, you know, we're, we've been entrusted with this to be a good steward and good manager mm-hmm. of these things. We've had several podcasts in the past where we talk about stewardship, 
uh, for money priorities and different things like that. Retirement and generosity yeah. is another one. But it's important to remember, you know, that we must be good stewards. I mean, God cared so much about us that he gave us all this scripture dealing with wealth and possessions. And and being a good steward really directly applies to financial decision-making and wealth management. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. So, you know, what, Jesse, what are some kind of some tips for aligning investments with personal values and making an impact? That's an example of being a good steward. Yeah. What are some ways people can do that? Uh, Look out for anything that either you think or somebody's telling you you might get rich quick. Um, That's not what the Bible's teaching us to do. And also, we want to have a long-term perspective and just overall be good stewards of what God has blessed us with, because really, He owns it all, and He's He's entrusted it to us for our management. So, talk about a previous podcast we had on on, on faith-based investing or biblically responsible yes. investing. If you really care about what your money's actually invested in, and if that aligns with what the Bible says... Um, we did an entire podcast on biblically responsible investing. We would love for you to go back and listen to that. Uh, we call it BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing, and it's just a fantastic new world of investments that are available, and it's really exciting for the Christian community. And you're not sacrificing your performance at all. This right. is all about aligning your values with your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. And and we also have to remember, too, as part of being good stewards, it's important for us to be good steward where our money and wealth is, is contributing to a greater good. Maybe that's right. the environment and trying to protect uh, planet Earth and things and looking for those things. Maybe it's helping people out of poverty. Maybe it's, you know, you know, providing water for third world countries and things mm-hmm. like that. All these things are all part of stewardship and your investments can align with those things if you so choose. Right. So anyway, as we're wrapping up here, um, you know, we we always recommend that you're in scripture all the time, that you're reading God's word because that provides a lot of wisdom towards managing your finances, being a good steward. We just want to encourage you, you know, to to stay in prayer, stay in Scripture, look for those things, work with a financial professional who is a Christian that understands how how biblical wisdom applies to financial planning, to your your situation, to your investment goals and things. And so we just want to encourage you to to do those. You can contact us anytime, info at clearvistafinancial.com, or go to our website, clearvistafinancial.com, and find additional resources for you. So, Jesse, until next time, mm-hmm. uh, we want to have, wish everyone a blessed week. You've been listening to the Spin Life Wealth Show.